Hey everyone. Hello. It's good to be here. Our topic is breaking the loop. Mm. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. So uh, basically what came to mind when with this topic was watching in myself a lot what was going on and also seeing in other people we often get in situations in life that repeat we don't necessarily see that they're repeating because certain things have changed enough so that we don't realize that they're repeating but they're often repeating uh so they could be repeating you could simplify it by just saying in our relationships but when we say our relationships it could be a relationship with another person but it could be our relationship with our work or our hobbies so our relationship with our thoughts all sorts of different relationships and these things repeat mm -hmm. and when we want to break out there's a problem here you could the easiest way to describe it is by saying sending a thief to catch a thief <laughs> so what is causing my problems well it's my patterns or just to put it simply not as accurately but just my thoughts my behaviors and my habits and say I have a a pattern that always sees the world through a negative lens then if I invite my patterns to help me break the loop and I say hey negativity help me break out of my negativity <laughs> it's it's an impossible job yeah. The the pattern can't break the pattern. I think what came to mind while you were talking was really like the hardest bit is actually to see it in the first place that we are in a loop, isn't it? Yeah. Because sometimes, because we are so outward orientated and we always say the others, the others, the others, it's the others' fault. Yeah. Like I was just thinking about relationships we had over a lifetime and how sometimes you know, we we have a breakup and then the next person might be not that dissimilar to the older per the, the person before. And so we keep repeating that too. And we might still say, oh, mm. it's because of that person being like that and that. So we need to kind of first of all say, oh, I can look at myself and I can look that there are things always coming back so what do i what's the patterns you were talking about i need to look at but i find sometimes it's hard to even see that there is a loop that's the thing that's the thing that's the big challenge and this has been going on for, for since the birth of humanity and maybe before we were what you would call humans mm. it's this loop that we're in has been going i've got a i've got a very interesting example i find it interesting yeah. anyway just basically i you know like every human like most people i had a difficult life like i wouldn't say i had more difficult life than than a lot of people but it was pretty fucking difficult sometimes mm -hmm. and when I finally got fed up with it was typically sort of when I was in my early 20s it's a time when we're exploring new ways of thinking 
and I was living in the city and I'd grown up, my parents, you know, quite they were middle class, upper middle class, good jobs, most of my extended family had good jobs, uh, university education, and and then I was just like, I am fed up with this place, I'm fed up with the city, I'm fed up with this whole way of being, and mm. I said, I'm going to move to the countryside and just be a hippie, I'm just going to like, I'm sick of money, I'm sick of living this way, and I left, I originally moved down to Wellington, uh, and I was living in a um, squat there at one point, and then in some cheap rent, and it was pretty fun, and then I moved further down to Dunedin, and I ended up in where we are now, Waitati, and I was living in, eventually ended up living in a community, and it's a cool place with like house trucks, and, and it was everything that, in my mind, I thought I wanted, everything I thought would fix it. And then I had a bit of a wake-up because I, I did start the Qigong practice, the, mm. the Yuangong practice in the Rensha. And then the thought occurred to me, nothing had changed. Like the thought mm. occurred to me, nothing had changed. Like mm. I changed everything about my outside life. I was, you know, vegetarian and I was like not a slave to money and I had freedom and my own free time. But the relationships around me were all disasters and life was Mm. still full of problems and it was filled with the same problems Mm. the same problems as i had tried to run away from yeah and i didn't and i was like i was like oh you can't get away from this i couldn't get away from those Mm. problems if i had a different decision of you know maybe different situation i'd grown up poor like some people they become wealthy because they grow up poor and they think i'll be poor i'm poor i'll become a millionaire or a billionaire and then my problems will be solved Mm -hmm. same thing they you can't outrun your patterns if you if you look for the change only in the external you know sometimes change in external can be supportive absolutely work on our patterns but when we think that the external change is going to solve things, yeah, very often we have these wake-ups. You're right. Yeah. That's a good example. And also good because the two lives were so different, actually. You know, the life you had in Auckland, living still with the family, mm. and the life you had then where you chose a very different life were very different, but it actually hadn't changed what you wanted to change. No, and that sometimes can be the hardest part, and it's an ongoing process, is to actually see the situation we're in, because yeah, um, we're often, like you said at the start, we're often blaming the outside. Something's not right. Mm-hmm. And we, there's someone else to blame, or or even, even if we say have a sickness and illness, we might say, I would be happy if I wasn't sick, yeah. or I could just relax if I wasn't sick, yeah. or I would, if I had more money, or if I had more time, or if I had, or the other one I hear people use is the word because you know mm. I had to do I had to keep doing this because, yeah, and so we we kind of trap ourselves it's not as simple as trap ourselves because if it was just trap Mm. ourselves we could just wake up in an instant but 
actually there's work to be done. Yeah. And, yeah. It's so fascinating um, when we start to look at life the way, for example, Rainshaw is teaching it too. And that is like that everything in life is a teacher. So everything that happens to us, you know, when I don't feel good in a place or I don't feel comfortable or whatever, there is actually a lesson there for me if I go inside and I say, okay, I feel like this, this is how I feel, it doesn't feel nice. So what is it, you yeah. know, what I need to change in myself to not experience that situation anymore that way? And I want to put down here, that doesn't mean that we have to, you know, deal with um, situations where we get hurt or whatever. So it's not like we have to just accept anything. It's about acceptance, but but then make a wise decision if there needs to be external change too. And then I can look, you know, into why have I created, why have I received this situation? What is this situation teaching me? And I think that more and more humans start really to look at life and whatever is happening to them this way, that we can learn of anything, especially the things which are not feeling so good. I totally agree. I totally agree. But at the other hand, it's hard to get when there's so much going on, when you're in the mess of it all and, and, and you know you're low energy and my situation i found myself in was very felt very overwhelming and kind of complicated like i couldn't find a way out i had a young child i had a relationship that wasn't working i felt that i was under attack from other people yeah. i felt that i had to that other people's relationships weren't working. I was trying to rescue and get in the middle and help people. And and some of these patterns I've seen in myself and I still have them as well, but they've kind of in more subtle ways. Yeah. And I've worked on them quite a bit. But at the time it just felt like, like as you use the word, arg. You know, it just yes. felt arg. And then we came across, I came across Renshui and I started the Qigong practice that, it wasn't the Qigong, the Yuangong that we do now, but it was some older method that Yuanzi used to teach. Yeah. And I have a very obsessive personality, uh, maybe a pattern, but it's also very handy. And I just started um, practicing all the time, you know, because I already put in several hours a day with my juggling, you know, that's yeah. just the personality I had. So I just like, boom, Qigong's part of it. So it was just several hours a day of Qigong practice right away every day. And I suddenly was like, for the first time in my life, to some degree met myself or could feel what it felt like to just be myself, in myself and be whole to the point where all these, uh, this community I was living in, there was a lot of dramas, there was drug use and, and just people coming and going it was quite a fun place but <laughs> exhausting yeah. it was exhausting and some of these people I love them and I'm really glad they were in my life so I don't want to yeah. speak negatively but the Qigong 
I found a space in myself and it was like people would people's problems would wash over me or I didn't feel like I didn't have to buy into other people's dramas yes and so certain uh, people just sort of fell away from my life because they needed to go and find other people to have dramas with yeah and other people came into my life and some people who were still in my life changed with me and we found a kind of a deeper more more truer more meaningful relationship and it was just the start of something really cool yeah yeah, yeah. so kind of that situation um, you were in was actually helping you to to you know discover qigong and then change more or less the path yeah of of your life um that is really that's really beautiful when that happens and when you uh, that's interests me now if you if you look at you know now you have been doing qigong for so many years i don't know 20 or something like that maybe 17 or 17. something so yeah. You know, at that time, you knew much less about, you know, how life works and everything. You know, yeah. you know a lot now. So when you come across a situation today where, you know, things... I love that you just feel, said that I know a lot. I'm like, <laughs> hey, she's probably right. Oh, that's great. I'll remember that yeah, next time I'm in... You do know a lot. Next time I'm... Yes, I just need to remember to take my own advice sometimes. <laughs> need to remember it when you need it. Yes. That's the thing. Yes. So it's good to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you would come across a situation today where things are not feeling so good and whatever. Yeah. What would, what do you think? How would your approach be today? Was that, was the yeah. qigong practice? Was the knowledge about patterns and life and everything? I just had a funny situation. I'm not sure if this is the perfect, the exact answer. Yeah. I'll give you more of an answer. But yesterday, I or we did some work together in the morning. We were teaching the children some yeah. meditation. And then, then I, after that, I had a gig, which is like a magic show. When yeah. I did a show for the children. And afterwards, I was feeling a bit um, hyped up. And I couldn't settle down. And then I was aware of some of my patterns. And I was like... I just I had this thought I'm going to go home and I'm just lie on my bed and I'm going to play one of the meditations and just have a wee nap because I'm just I was I'm just over this because it was yeah. the last gig for the year and yeah. there was stuff winding I was like I've had enough I'm just going to go lie down on my bed and have a nap and just <sighs> take a break and then on the way home I got a student messaged me who's going through like a bit of a crisis and she was like can you please help and then I don't know, it was really beautiful. It was like, I was like, suddenly I was like, oh, well, you need me. And yeah. I and I was like, I can, I can do this later. Yeah. Let's do this now with you. And we, mm. and we made a time. And that stuff that I've learned from Rencher and Nuanza over the year, years, and it's, you know, it's wisdom, it's wisdom culture. Yeah. It's there to help you unveil the wisdom that's within you. It's there when you need it. And I was so amazed how I could access that for mm. her, even though 10 minutes, I think it was an hour we'd agreed with. So we did have an agreement. Oh, we're getting in touch. Yeah. We're doing it in an hour. So we had yeah. a break. But it was like it was right there and I could access it for her. Mm. And 
and I was amazed I was like where did that come from so it was kind of like it's a choice like mm. it's a choice to learn about that stuff and develop that stuff within you yeah. and remember to use it and I just thought man we're having students having mm -hmm. students that um, teaching classes you know that's yes. what I love about you is that we teach classes together and you're really passionate about putting yourself out there because mm. that really puts you on the spot to have to access that wisdom mm. um, yeah just remember it and it, if I, and then to answer your question more directly just to say sometimes I have it's a choice I have to remember sometimes I don't sometimes yeah. I can you know another example sometimes I could be on my computer and something's not going right and I'm just like, grr, you know. Yeah. And then, but if I remember the teachings and the practice, then I can find a different way. Yeah. It sounds also with what you say that that awareness was key for you to have about how you feel. Yeah. And, you know, um, Rainshwear teaches awareness as the ninth method, which mm. is the top in the pyramid. Yeah, totally. And as we you know, practice and also learn about how things work, that awareness becomes easier. So mm. it sounds as if through that awareness of what you need, there was also acceptance there. And through that acceptance, when that client, that uh, student contacted you, it was like, you know, you had already accepted what you needed, so it wasn't yeah. anymore such a such a need in the foreground. You could change and and make her needs because it seemed so important. Take bring them first. Sorry for my bad English. I hope I was able to make myself understood. Do you, do you know what I mean? I feel like I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's so funny because I have problems with language at the moment because mm. I'm actually quite tired. My life mm. at the moment is quite busy and and I can see it how when I try to express myself, it's so much harder when you are tired. Okay. And um, so, well... Well, Maybe I, we just let it go. I struggle. <laughs> it might not have been so important. I struggle with English sometimes, and that's the only language I know. So yeah. that's how it goes, isn't it? And so, I was never a language talent anyway. It's funny that yeah. I that I ended up in a country with a different language. Different language, it, yeah. It amuses me and sometimes. And with a job, teaching and communicating, yeah. a communication yes. job. Yes. Yeah, it's know, very courageous. The funny thing is, even when I teach in German, which is my mother language, but my mother language is actually a German dialect, yeah. So when I teach in high German, even there I'm not very good <laughs> okay. because it's not my my natural language. So okay. it's funny. Mm. Well, we just keep the heart transmission going, shall yes. we? And so if you're listening, um, just stay. Let's keep our heart connected and and communicate that way as well. Yeah. Yeah. So now, in the so you mentioned the ninth method, which is awareness. Mm. Yuan Gong is a very different Qigong system to pretty much every other Qigong that's out there, to my knowledge. There's nine methods, and the initial methods are to build up your Qi condition. Yes. 
that chi condition serves as the foundation for for being able to create change because as you have more chi you're you're in a more stable um, state and and the other part of the these method of these earlier methods is they also teach you deep relaxation and now there's also a seventh method further down <laughs> that starts to work on opening the heart and, mm -hmm. and starting the communication with the heart and there's another thing the eighth method is to do with creating a dialogue between the heart and the true self and so to break the loop as we were saying at the start of this talk breaking the loop what is the loop the loop is the conditioning or the patterns that we have that are running a pattern is a is a habit but at the consciousness level mm -hmm. so a habit or a behavior what happens when you form a habit it just keeps repeating and yeah. you don't have to think about it and we have a lot of habits that some we can see like if I form a habit of smoking cigarettes for example then then it becomes just you would pull the cigarette out of out of the um, cigarette case and you put it in your mouth very quickly even I was watching TV with my wife last night and the characters drank a beer and as soon as I saw the, them drinking beer I had the thought of just you know just getting Wanting a beer, beer and having a beer and mm. so those are all habits that we can see well the habits below that we often can't see mm. they're much deeper and they're ha and they're also part of us well who do we invite to break the loop we invite the true self to break the loop how do we invite the true self to break the loop we invite it in with the heart mm. so because the true self I don't know if I can explain that completely adequately but I hope the true self is very closely connected with the heart let's say that's enough for now it's very closely connected with the heart and yet the foundation of that deeply relaxed state and being in the heart it creates a space where the true self can show yeah. and I have a funny experience with what I think is the true self at the moment speaking from someone who's not fully realized their true self is sometimes when I'm inviting the true self to help me work through and change patterns that I have mm -hmm. it's almost like the answer to my problems emerges from silence mm -hmm. so it's almost like there's a part of me that's deeply silent and the answers emerge from there so the answers to let's say you have a pattern of people of feeling defensive does it, okay let's say I have it we'll just be honest <laughs> you know you feel like people are attacking you you know people are like someone says hello and you're like why are they saying hello to me so you start to interpret what might be innocent from other people but you and but you have a filter that interprets other people yeah or like my wife might say hey you haven't done the dishes and then i'm like 
in my mind, my pattern is triggered of like, she's always picking on me, you know, mm -hmm. but she's not really, she's just wanting a clean house or she, she has patterns as well. It's complicated, but to break that kind of deep reference point of reality, you know, my patterns see that as reality. They say they're always picking on me or this is always yeah. like this. I have to invoke the true self and the true self is to me at the moment it feels like the wisdom that emerges from the silence yeah yeah and we can probably also say that that true self comes when their awareness is there you know we talk about chue cha which when it's done to perfection it the awareness is actually happening from the true self and so yeah. when we are aware from the true self that's when we can see what's actually happening and yeah. through seeing what is actually happening we can see that loop yeah you know it's kind of like and my experience of Chue Cha is that it is silent. Yeah. You know, it's that, that place of when you look at even things which are quite intense and you wouldn't think that they are silent, but when you look at it from your true self, from the Chue Cha, there is silence there. And mm. then it becomes clear what it is. and Clarity. And and you can kind of sometimes change it in a moment or you have a realization and you need to sit down and, you know, kind of think a little bit more about it or meditate more about it. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it's and and I guess people experience these moments of true self in in different situations. Mm. But what I what I think and what I have heard of other people's experiences too, it is connected to yeah. silence, isn't it? I, all through my life, I've had experiences of the true self or of some wisdom or realization coming from somewhere, mm. often coming at points of crisis. Uh, or sometimes someone else, I've been rescued by other people where I've put myself in dangerous situations and people have s turned up like the fates have looked up, taken care of me. Mm. And I just, it's there. And actually I feel like more people would know what it is than more people. Yeah. A lot of people have had some experience of, this wisdom of which would to say the true self is quite a lot to say you could say that when a person would realize their true self they would be always living in wisdom whereas for me mine's more like just glimpses here and yes. there and a little piece of wisdom comes through yeah and then so it's a work in progress yeah, yeah. Well, we can create a very different world if we can break out of the loops of our patterns and create a world from wisdom. <laughs> it's been, for me, it's been a miracle. Mm. Like, like, and it's not, it's an ongoing miracle. Like, it's this feeling of, 
oh, my relationships are better than I could ever dream possible. My health is better than I would have previously thought possible. Uh, my life is better in all sorts of different ways. But not only that, the problems that do I do have, and I have plenty of problems, they don't feel impossible. Mm. Like that thing you were talking about at the start of how we can look at our challenges in a different way. We can look at them as, as an opportunity to learn and grow. Yeah. I've been feeling that lately. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to say, like, I want the biggest challenges ever. I don't know what I'm capable of facing. I, I like mm. a nice life. I mm. want to have a comfortable, nice life. But lately, there have been some little challenges coming my way, and, and I've been like, Oh, I've, this is how this is what I've been thinking. I mean, like, nice one, universe. You know, <laughs> like nice one, good one. That's kind of like a like a sport yeah. game. But but when I say universe, I don't think of the universe is not not me. The universe is also me. We're working together on this. Yeah, I've been lately too taking my patterns um, and also the things the universe sh sends my way to challenge my patterns. Yeah. With more humor. Yeah. You know, maybe it's in the G field. I quite like it. Humor. Yeah. yeah. You know, for kind sure. of like, oh my God, Sabine, what's going on? You know, but like with, with a kind of a sense of, of, um, look at you, but not like, oh my God, Sabine, mm. what are you doing? It's, yeah. it's such a different energy when we don't t tell ourselves off. Well, I'm not always mastering that but I have noticed yeah. that I can do it sometimes and, and I like it. It's a good point to bring up too because what can happen when we start to see that we have patterns or see that the problems that we have in our life are caused by our own thought processes and and habits we can start to get really self-critical yeah. and that's really natural to blame ourselves, oh, you did, I did this, you know, we stop blaming the world and we start blaming ourselves. And it's very, when that happens, that can, that's, we want to just tread lightly there. And that's where invoking the heart and invoking the true self, bringing them in to help us change patterns. Very different process from trying to change patterns with, with that self-critical yes. viewpoint because that is actually as we said before at the mm. start sending a thief to catch the thief yes that's my if i'm using my self-criticism to change my patterns yeah. that's a pattern trying to change patterns yeah. and that's going to be a very unpleasant process mm. and we're, i've been there and i still go there you know yeah. it's a work in progress and it's was the awareness um we can have awareness from our looking from our mind pattern thing that would be yeah. what you described as you know judging yourself and so on but when the awareness happens from the true self there is just love and compassion there yeah. for what we're going through and why we're going through it and everything clarity so we have we can really kind of sometimes observe okay um where am I now? Not to say that it's a bad thing when I'm not able to not judge myself. It's just what it is. But I can mm. notice it and say, 
oh, I'm in a loop, I'm judging myself again because my pattern has just been triggered. Mm. Interesting. So yeah. what else do I need to see here? Yeah. yeah. So in essence, wisdom dissolves patterns. Yeah. Wisdom, think of wisdom like light, you know, onto a shadow. It's yeah, I like that. It, take that. it takes it away. So. Maybe, maybe let's just to end, yep. go into our heart okay. for everybody. You might already be there and just feel that chest area and think about connecting to your true self. And for people who may not have tried that before, it might feel like, how am I doing that? Just think this beautiful, bright, wise light which your true self is and it's full of compassion and love and it's very grateful for you to to be living the life you do and it just it just is open to whatever you're going through if you're in a loop or not in a loop, it loves you all the same. So I really like sometimes to try to connect to this place when things are very tough. And sometimes I can't even do that and that's okay too. Um, as we say in Rinche, we always do our best without being attached to the outcome and then there is no problem would you like to add anything Jay mm, thank you um, Sabina for that it's beautiful and thank you everyone for listening thank you mm. we'll have a break and then we'll we'll record our next one in February awesome Merry Christmas Merry Christmas <laughs>